You are tuning in to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Can I hear me? Oh, hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> this is Amy Ressler with uh, the, the Extension Hour, and this is um, Family and Consumer Sciences. Sometimes we call it Family Health and Wellness because um, Family and Consumer Sciences all has all to do about being being healthy and and um, yes, <laughs> we're really happy to be here. Thanks for the introduction, Jake. Um, so my name is Amy Ressler. I'm with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, and you know, in Extension, we do lots of different things, and um, we have kind of a variety of services that we we offer. So obviously, family and consumer sciences is one of them, and that's that's what I do. But we also have um, we have the horticulture department with our master gardeners. We have our agriculture department. Um, helps farmers, producers, ranchers, that kind of thing. We have our 4-H and youth development department. So um, if you're listening to the extension hour and you're wondering, who is this woman that's talking? Last time I heard that guy that was telling me stuff about ranches that I wanted to know. Um, we, we take turns on our extension hour so that um, there's someone different that you might hear um, every week so that you get kind of a good variety of all the things that we offer. So um, next week, actually, you will hear Mike Heimer, and he calls his show The Agricultural Toolbox. So it has lots of good... Um, tips for farmers and producers and that kind of thing. Um, so you know, also, like you might soon, you may hear um, a, a new voice because we're getting a new employee who is also a Michael. So this will make three Michaels that we have in our office. We have three Michaels, two Michelles. We have a Jennifer and a Jenny. So <laughs> it kind of gets confusing. But, okay, I'm going to talk about some of the things that we have going on, but I want to introduce our, our guest really quickly as well, and then um, we'll get into uh, all the good parts about what you guys do. But I'd like to welcome Paula Odom. She is the Senior Customer Service Specialist with Entergy. Hi, Paula. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having us today. Oh, so glad you're here. And then we also have Casey Kirsch-Vink. And she is the Senior Communications Specialist with uh, Entergy. You want to say hi? Hi there. Thank hey. you for having us. Yes. Thanks. Thank you guys for being here. So um, with uh, Family Health and Wellness, we try to do things that are related to families. And, you know, we all, we all use electricity, right? That's right. <laughs> Entergy is one of those um, things that uh, that we do. We Most people in Montgomery County um, take advantage of. So, But let me tell you about some of the other things that we have coming up on an extension. And then we'll get into talking about um, energy and what Entergy and what you guys do with Energy. Do you, do you ever, like, trip over those words often? Yes. I, I always misspell it. When I'm <laughs> trying to say energy and uh-huh. I'm typing, I'm always writing energy. Yeah. <laughs> Put that T in there because it just seems right. That's right. Um, so we have, so Walk Across Texas. Paula, have you heard about Walk Across Texas? Yes, I have. We love Walk Across Texas. And so we're, like, kind of in the middle of it. Although it's not too late for people to sign up if they still want to. Um, like, almost every county in Texas um, with extension does um, – walk across Texas, but you know, I, I tend to think that we do the best here in Montgomery County. My, my friends in Harris County or Brazos County, they may argue, but um, <laughs> we, we have lots of fun. So we partner with uh, United Way Healthy Living Alliance um, to implement that. Um, so the idea is getting people physically active. Um, they can walk individually or uh, teams of eight. And um, it's an eight-week project, but whatever week you start, so you may be thinking, well, yeah, everybody else has already started, and it's too late for me. But that's not true. You can start this week, and you go eight weeks. Um, during those eight weeks, the challenge is try to get as many miles as you can. Um, those miles can be walking. They can do um, other physical activity. We have some folks that do lots of gardening. Um, those kind of, every, Everything 
pretty much everything counts. But it's just a challenge to really focus on physical activity so that um, people can enjoy the health benefits that come from being more physically active. So, um, and one of the reasons why I think we're so awesome in Montgomery County is that we've got um, lots of incentives to do that. So everyone who participates gets an incentive card, got great discounts at local places. Um, and then we also have prizes every week. And so the prizes are, if you, like this last week, it was anybody who had walked at least 20 miles in the previous week, and we did a drawing and someone got um, actually a choice of some um, prizes. So we have some wonderful prizes, some gift baskets, some goodie bags. We have a few massages. Um, we had wow. the winner last week was um, just someone who uh, signed up early, and um, that person chose um, some uh, a golf course. Uh, I can't remember the name of the business, but um, a free round of golf and a rental of a golf course, a golf cart. Um, so they got to even get more physical activity. Anyway, so Walk Across Texas is really easy to sign up. Um, www.walkacrosstexas.tamu.edu. So that's um, one of our big projects that we love. And then another one that we love that's happening right now is our FRED project. And FRED stands for Families Reading Every Day. And Paula, actually, Entergy has helped us with that a lot. You guys have volunteered um, yes. as part of... So we've been doing that with United Way, with the Education Impact Council, um, but Entergy is involved in that as well. And um, one of the funnest part is, funnest, is that a word? Of course it is. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, a fun part of that is actually reading to the kids. So we do a celebration event and we go to the classrooms. Um, we do them at the Met Head Starts and um, we bring volunteers in to read to the kids. And you've done that before for us, right, Paula? Yes, and it is so much fun to read to the children in those classrooms, see their faces. They're always so excited to have us come in, read a book to them, and then to give them their certificates oh, for yeah. them to, you know, have completed that week of reading or, uh, you know, with their families. And so it really is a lot of satisfaction not only for the children but for us as volunteers and our energy volunteers love to do that yeah. it's a great program and we love when the energy volunteers come out so we actually so it's a, that's a four-week project that's uh, family-based so we encourage families to focus on reading a lot of them already spend time reading with their kids but again it's just a time to let's really pay attention to um, the time that we're spending reading with the kids and so we ask the parents to do 15 minutes the first two weeks and 30 minutes the next two weeks we um, send home some newsletters with the kids just to kind of keep them updated, give the parents some tips. You know, because sometimes it's like, I don't even know what to read next. What? How can I make this, um, um, you know, more enjoyable for mm -hmm. my child? <laughs> you know, a toddler and they won't sit still. <laughs> so right. we try to give them some tips on things like that and some suggestions for books to read. And then at the celebration event, we give them all a certificate. Um, we give them a little prize and we just really make them feel good about, hopefully feel good about reading. So that's a really fun project. Um, and you know what? My, my job's kind of fun because I do some other <laughs> fun things. I have this alter ego, and I call it um, she's, she's Chef Plate. So she teaches nutrition to children, and um, she dresses up. She's kind of like a cross between a rodeo clown and Rainbow Bright. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, she, we I chop vegetables and talk about my plate, and we make a healthy pizza, and that's lots of fun. So um Actually, next week, I'll be over at Sam Houston Elementary doing that for those kids. But um, one of those things that we do in Extension is offer to all of the, uh, anyone who's who's interested, so the community. So if there's others that are listening that thinks, oh, that sounds like fun, I wish you'd come to my school, just give us a call. 
Um, 936-539-7825 is how you can get a hold of us. And then also we have a Facebook page so you can send us messages and we try to post things that are going on. So I think there's a few pictures of Chef Plate <laughs> on, on that uh, Facebook page. And it's um, Healthy Living in Montgomery County on Facebook. So um, check that out. Go like us, see kind of things that are going on. Um, so speaking of kids, Kids Fest coming up. You guys heard of Kids Fest before? Yes. Yes. So right here in downtown Conroe, um, these streets are filled with uh, vendors and filled with people. They usually expect like 10,000 to 15,000 people wow. come out to that event. So that's mm -hmm. Saturday, uh, April 29th. And um, here in downtown Conroe, free, doesn't cost anything to um, get in, does not cost anything to park. Um, and then there's lots and lots of activities for the kids to do. And so I coordinate the Health Village and um, we've got, well, United Way will be out there. They have the 5210 tent. So they'll be teaching people about 5210. MET will be out there with some of their services. Um, Head Start, the Fatherhood Initiative, Texas Home Visitors, um, Tri-County Veteran Services will be out there. Right. Um, and then R Roger Stein Chiropractic, they actually kind of sponsor the village for us. And mm -hmm. so they'll, they'll be out there giving free evaluations. And, um, and then that's just the health village. There's uh, another 10 villages probably. Mm -hmm. um, so lots of things for kids to do, um, lots of fun. So that is April 29th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So come on out to that. Um, and then another thing we do with kids, so we do 4-H. I mean, this, man, spring is busy, 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 busy for us. So um, May 11th through 13th, we have our big district event, and that's where we have 4-Hers um, from all over our district come to um, contest, and we, have, we run several contests at once. Um, and that's we do that at Lone Star College, um, the Montgomery campus. And um, there's, like I said, several going on at once. And one of the things, one of the reasons why I'm mentioning it, mentioning it is because it's pretty awesome. But then also we look for volunteers to help us with that as well. Um, the, the contest that I run is called Food Challenge, and it's like patterned after Iron Chef. So um, kids bring equipment, and we set them up in rounds. Um, and in each round, we have... Um, so the kid come in, they, they, it's a team, three to five people, and they come in and um, prepare. Well, they have a bag of groceries, right? They don't even know what's in there. And they prepare that bag. They, they open it up. They figure out what they have. They make something, and they've got 40 minutes. So they have to figure out what they're going to make. They have to make it, clean up, and then prepare for a presentation. And then they do a presentation for judges, um, and they, they talk about things that they that they know. So um, as you can, we have... I think that last count, there was about 250 kids participating, almost 60 teams. So we do that over two days, um, Friday and Saturday. And um, I try to coordinate it all, so I need help. <laughs> so anybody who's listening that's interested in volunteering, I mean, this is, give me a call, 936-539-7825. Um, and let, let us know that you'd like to help because, yeah, that um, takes a lot. So I need people just to kind of help move equipment and, and get kids from one place to another and, um, and then judges to judge the interviews and both days. Um, so I, I, you know, I need probably 30 or so people to help me just with that one contest. And then there's several other contests that they do at, um, 4-H Roundup. So well, that sounds fun. It is. It's, it uh, is. It's, it's so much fun. And, and, you know, it's, it reminds me kind of of the, the Fred thing. So just watching kids succeed and watching, you know, the, the joy in their face and the exactly. light bulbs come on. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. Lots and lots of fun. Um, so, oh man, so much stuff going on. Um, I actually have a couple other things to talk about, but uh, Jake is giving me the signal. I got one minute. So <laughs> open garden day, May 20th, come out to the extension office. It's like an open house. 
um, see what's happening there. And then we do mobile cooking schools, and I've got a couple of those scheduled. And I always look for hosts to do more to teach people um, how to cook and cook healthy, quick, economical, all those great things. But um, all right, I'm getting the signal. Let's go. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a little break, and then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna learn more about energy, what you guys do, and uh, we'll have a good time. So come back in just a minute. Want to check out what it's like to be on the radio? Need credit for school, for an internship? Then contact Dick online at dick.irlonestar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, and we are here to be part of the community. And we are back with the Extension Hour. I'm Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent for Family and Consumer Sciences, and you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio 104.5 and 106.1. And every uh, time that we that I'm on it, I, I, I when it's my turn to host, I love hosting. Um, we have great guests, and and today is no different. We have some awesome guests. I'm so glad that you guys were able to be here. Are, are you ladies? <laughs> you were, I'm so glad that you were here, able to be here today. So we've got Paula Odom. And we have Casey Kirch Vink. So, um, Paula, tell yes. us about you and what you do as the Senior Customer Service Specialist at Intergy. Well, I work in public affairs, and that encompasses a lot, of course. <laughs> but I do help with low-income customers who can't pay their bills. I kind of match those customers with the agencies who have some funds that might be able to help those customers. I work with our company's volunteerism program. And I work on our power to care program. I'm on the board of that, and that helps our senior citizens, age 60 and older, and 55 disabled and older who have trouble paying their bills. So um, um, we have a, a lot of things to help customers with, and I'm kind of in that area that does that. How, yeah. how long have you been with Intergy? 34 for, years. For a while. Yeah, huh? just a while. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. And then um, Casey, you're kind of new, right? I'm new. Yes, I've I, I, I actually been with Intergy for a couple of years, but I just moved to Texas. I am originally from Texas, but I have been in uh, Louisiana for the last 20 years. Oh, wow. So I'm coming home. And welcome, welcome back. You. <laughs> yes. you know, I forgot the pride that Texans have. And <laughs> I, I'm right there with them. So uh, it's really, it's great to be back. And what you guys do is, is really amazing. But uh, my job at Intergy is I'm in communications. So I handle uh, media requests, uh, storm outage information and that type of thing. And then just general uh, communications for employees and for the public. So uh, we're really happy to be able to share some of the things that we have going on here. Oh, great. I'm so glad you were able to be here today. So how long have you been back in Texas? Uh, a month. A month. Four, four a weeks. Month. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, at least you got here before like the the dead heat of the summer. Oh, but, it's starting. It yeah. is. I noticed it's kind of warm. Yesterday <laughs> afternoon, I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Which means people use more electricity, right? Because they're running air, air conditioners and that kind of stuff. So one of the things I want to talk about when we get to it is um, some inter in, in, energy, not inter. We'll talk about energy and we'll talk about energy saving tips. Um, but Paula, let's go back to some of the things that you uh, had mentioned. Um, so one of the the things that I um, have worked with you on is that networking meeting that you talked about. So with our low income audiences, um, people who sometimes need a little bit of help right. on paying their electric bill, and mm -hmm. you've right. got a great network, um, and you you're really good, I think, about bringing people together. So that's one of the things I appreciate about you and Intergy and what you do and all that good stuff. Right. We have uh, networking meetings that bring the agencies together to 
talk about what each agency does, but some of those agencies administer the power to care funds, or we have a federal fund, LIHEAP funds, that help customers who can't pay their bills. The power to care is an employee uh, started fund. Oh, Over really? 30 years ago, employees started that fund. And Entergy matches uh, customer donations and employee donations oh, up wow. to $500,000 um, each year. In fact, we're having a, a check presentation next week. Uh, Texas portion for that is over $136,000. Wow. So Okay, so you said over 500000 But tell me how many customers or what kind of area are we talking about? Okay. It's not just Montgomery County, then, right? Right. It's okay. our whole Texas service territory. Okay. But the 500000 is for our whole energy corporation. We serve four states in the Arkansas, Mississippi, uh, Louisiana, and Texas. Okay. Yeah. But the Texas portion is the $136,000 oh, wow. for yeah. last year. Wow. And Entergy Texas has about a half a million customers. So that pretty much stretches from this area all the way to Beaumont. That's, that's a pretty wide wide stretch. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, so I'm sorry, and I kind of interrupted. So Power to Care, that helps people with their their bills. utility bill, mm -hmm. and it's not just electric here in Texas. In Texas, we do help gas, propane, butane, and um, uh, gas utilities. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit unique for Texas. Yeah. Uh, one stat for uh, Power to Care is since the, the fund began in 83, we've paid over $9 million in bills and helped over 73,000 customers. Oh, wow. So it's a that's wonderful fund. Yeah, that's, yeah. It, that's impressive, helping people who, who need it. That's yeah. right. And, so. and a lot of seniors don't realize that we have this program. Exactly. And um, when people realize what we do, it's mm -hmm. really amazing. Employees give to this, but then customers can also give to it. So uh, there's actually a place on their bill where they can provide um, a donation for other customers who can't pay their bills so they can help their neighbors. Hmm. And um, basically, it's it's very simple. You go to a participating uh, agency, you apply, and uh, you can get assistance for your electric bill up to a certain amount. And um, really, with, this, with the summer heating coming on, um, customers really sometimes, um, they just get in a bind, you mm -hmm. know, have to choose between their medicine and their electric and their food. And it's it's a real challenge. So this is a program where everybody can help. Either you can be benefited from it, but also people who want to, you know, appreciate what they have and want to give back. That's a really good way to do it. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So, um, so billing in general, um, whoever's helping um, electric costs can get really, really high. And I mean, I know you guys, <laughs> energy tries to keep them as low as possible, but you're using a lot of energy. You're going to pay some more you know more right. than someone who's using less so let's talk a little bit about um, energy conservation tips or billing conservation tips that you guys have right well a couple of things that I don't think people realize and one thing that's huge is just to look at a really simple bar graph 75% um, of your bill is two things your air conditioner heating mm -hmm. is 55% and then your water heating is 20%. Oh, wow. So that's 75% of your bill. And then if you add your refrigerator freezer, that's 8%. So over 83% of your bill are those three items. And whether you're home or not, they're, they're used. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, running your, your electric bill. And I tell my customers to think about that. And especially the air conditioning slash heating what can you do for that huge amount, the 
5%, what can you do to lower that? Well, a couple of things. Number one is adjust that thermostat. <laughs> you know, people don't like to hear that, but, you know, whatever you're comfortable in paying, you know, adjust that thermostat. And it is very important. It's a minor, inexpensive thing, but change those filters every month. And a lot of people, I don't remember. Well, just think about it. At the first of every month, change those filters. It is a huge difference. Okay, wait, I have a question on that. So um, some of those filters say that they're good for three months. Well, the more expensive ones right. are. Okay. So if you're buying the more expensive ones, you don't have to do that. Okay. But if somebody's buying the lesser expensive ones, they do have to be changed every month. Okay. No, that, good that, point. That makes sense. Yeah. And if you're renting, you want to talk to your apartment complex manager about getting them changed monthly. You know. Um, another thing is ceiling fans. People will say, well, does it really matter? Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Run those ceiling fans, or if you don't have ceiling fans, use a box fan or some other fan. If you can raise that thermostat any at all and then have a fan blowing, that really, really helps. So that, that's kind of a combination, though, thing, right? I mean, mm -hmm. we're talking run your fan, but also raise, raise your, your thermostat. thermostat. So if you keep it at... A 75, try to raise it to 76 or 77... And then have those fans right. going. So and, not the fan and cut it back down to 70. No. <laughs> then you're going to hear something like extra. Yeah. A, a lot of people don't know whether they should leave their fans on when they're not in the room. Yeah, and the bottom line, it's just made to cool you. Mm -hmm. It's not going to cool the air in your room. It's just going to make you feel cooler. So if you're not in the room, turn your fan off. Because it's using electricity. Exactly. On, right. And so it has to do with how you feel the, the, the air and right. kind of like your own personal evaporation system. <laughs> but like at night when you're sleeping, have those fans going. But in, when you're watching TV in the living room, have those fans going, that kind of thing. Or like me, when you're in the uh, kitchen cooking, I get hot, you know, <laughs> so I have a little fan in there, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I'm sure we have some other tips, too, about when you're cooking and where to cook and those kinds of things and how that affects. Um, we do have to take a little break. Uh, but before we do that, so box fans, you mentioned that. That's yes, an option. It for, is an option. Definitely anything like that to cool you. And if you don't have a ceiling fan, box fans, definitely an also, option. Also, um, open windows. Um, a lot of seniors especially don't want to use their electricity. Mm -hmm. And what they don't realize is that the air gets so hot in there. So they really need to open some windows and get some cross ventilation is very helpful. And when it's cooler at night, open exactly. the windows where the cool air can get in. Yes. All right. So we've got some great tips for everybody. So we've talked a little bit about low income audiences, but these are when we talk about conservation tips, that's for everybody. So we're going to take a little break. We'll be back. This is Amy Ressler and you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, the extension hour. We're starting to film our talk shows and putting them on YouTube. Your favorite Lone Star Community Radio show can be seen on YouTube under our Lone Star Community Radio channel and on City of Conroe's Our City TV channel on Suddenlink Channel 12. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the most recently released videos and find more information online at IRLoneStar.com TV. And we are back with the Extension Hour this lovely Friday afternoon. And we are actually here every Friday, 1 to one to 2 p.m. Um, for the Extension Hour. And um, every um, every week we take turns so that you may not always hear me. Sometimes you'll hear Mike Heimer. Sometimes you'll hear Mike Potter. 
Uh, you may hear one of our 4-H agents, Michelle Mahalik or Caroline Cruz, or you never know, you might hear one of our other staff members. So we've got our Better Living for Texans staff, and we're getting a new staff member um, soon too. So we try to take turns, keep it interesting right here on Lone Star Community Radio. Um, and we bring in guests, and we love to have people from the community that um, make great contributions to the community. And so it's just wonderful to have Paula Odom and Casey Kirch Vint. Vink, sorry. <laughs> I want to put that C in there, I guess. Um, so it's great to have Casey and Paula from Intergy with us. And um, before we went to the break, we were talking about some of the um, inter- energy saving tips, conservation tips. Um, we mentioned the importance of have your fan on when you're in the room and raise your thermometer, just uh, your thermostat just a little bit so that it feels cooler, but it's actually the thermostat's a little bit higher than maybe it would be. And then when you're not in the room, turn that uh, ceiling fan off because it really doesn't do any good if you're not there to feel it. Um, can yes, I, yeah, can yeah. I make a point just about air conditioning? Because I, yeah. I hear this every year. I haven't changed the setting on my thermostat. Why is my bill so much higher? And people don't realize that because it's hotter outside, uh-huh. their their unit has to work harder to set it at the temperature you want it to be at. So if you don't want it to work so hard, you really are going to have to increase that. But just know that the hotter it gets, even if you set that thermostat at the same level, your unit is going to work harder. It's going to use more energy to keep you at that temperature that you want it to be at. Yeah, that's a very that's a very good point because good point. yeah, <laughs> yeah, the hotter it is outside, the cooler we want it inside. That and, temperature differential, yeah. you know, goes up. And and two people think, well, I hadn't been home. Well, your air conditioner's still running. I have people call me all the time and say, well, I was gone for a week. Well, what did you leave your thermostat on while you were gone? Right. So, you know, think about that if you're going to be gone to raise that thermostat setting. So is there is there like a recommended temperature? 78 in the your, summer. Okay. Yes. And uh, 72 in the winter? 68. 68. So 78 and 68. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, you know, some people are going 78. I know. That sounds so hot. But <laughs> there again, you know, it's just what's comfortable to you and then you know, what's your... Right. And I I think, I think you get used to certain things as well. So you can acclimate. Um, So I I think of my my daughter um, grew up in Texas and now she lives in upstate New York. And, um, you know, they had snow like just a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And it it took her a while at first. She was like, I don't know why I, why I said I love winter. I love the snow. I hate this. It's so cold. But then that was when she first moved there. Talked to her this winter. She was like, yeah, I don't like the cold, but I'm kind of used to it. And then they were talking about coming to Texas this summer. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we're so acclimated to. Because there, it, it went, you know, 80 degrees is like hot for mm-hmm. them. Where We're like, you know, it's 102 here. Um, but anyway, I mean, you, you kind of get, get used to it. To. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can acclimate to um, higher temperatures. So, so ease it, yourself into yeah, that. It may be uncomfortable at first, but you're going to save money on your um, electric bill for sure. And, and you can also, you know, dress in light clothing in your house. So you can stay cool that way. A lot of people don't realize that their clothing makes a big difference. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you don't have to be fully clothed in your own home. It's your house. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Shorts and tank tops. <laughs> I think right. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, All then, right, so what an, else? Another thing to think is drapes on your windows. Mm-hmm. If you've got a lot of windows facing the west sun, you know, keep those drapes closed. You know, that makes a big difference where the sun is on your house, you know, and if you don't, that's good. But 
you know, that is something to think about. If the sun's setting where, you know, that's really bringing in a lot of heat into your home, think about that. There are room darkening shades mm-hmm. or room darkening drapes that you can get. So that's another, you know, thing that you can think about. And there's kind of a flip side to that as well, um, letting natural light in as opposed to keeping all the lights on in the house so that you can see. So when the sun is not beating in through the window, exactly. keeping them open is, is not a bad idea so that you don't, have all the lights on in the house. Well, and, and in the winter, the reverse effect. Uh, you know, yeah, the cold, yeah. So, you know, you can let that sun in to warm the house instead of having your thermostat up so high. So, you know, you just think about what Mother Nature gives you and, and you know, let it balance out a little bit. <laughs> right. But another thing I wanted to talk about is your water heating. I said that okay. was 20%. Sure. So that's a huge number, too. Again, that makes up the 75% there. So think about if your water comes out really hot, does it not take very long to get your water hot when you turn it on? Mm-hmm. And if it does, sometimes those water heaters come set, you know, at the highest setting from the factory. Mm-hmm. So you can turn it down to the medium setting, and that's fine for your water heater and your dishwasher. So that could save you because, again, that's something else that's running you know, during the day that trying to keep your water at a certain temperature. So check that thermostat on your water heater. Some people, it's so high, they even put a timer on it. So you can put a timer, or if your water heater's in an unconditioned space, if it's electric, you can put a wrap on it. Okay. And it keeps it, you know. Keeps the heat in. Heat yeah. in. Not recommended for a gas water heater. So, you know, do not. <laughs> make sure you know what kind you have. <laughs> yes, make sure you know what kind you have. And, so. you know, people like to have that second refrigerator yeah. and they'll put it in their garage, right. which is probably the worst thing you can do because it gets so hot in your garage that it keeps that refrigerator running over and over and over again. If you only have like one pot pie in your outside freezer, mm-hmm. Just disconnect it because it's really taking a lot of it, electricity to run that thing. Sure. And the, the garage refrigerator sometimes is the one that um, houses all of the less healthy beverages that we like to consume. <laughs> so you'd be doing yourself a good favor on your health, too, so you won't be drinking those as much, right? Exactly. And it's, Double and it's, bonus. Usually, it's usually the less efficient one because it's mm. an older one. That's you right. Know? Yeah. So, Don't want to get rid of it. We'll just put it on the garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All good points. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you got any more tips for us? Not on the energy conservation. Okay. Well, let's talk about level billing. What does that mean? Level billing is something that a customer can sign up for that is exactly what it says. It levels your bills out over a 12-month period. It takes your last 12 months of billing and averages them over a year and instead of you getting, um, you know, a $200 bill in the summer mm-hmm. and a $50 bill in the winter, it averages. It's a rolling 12-month average. And so then you'll pay about $100 all year long. And so you can budget, you know, what your bills are going to be. And you'll know about, you know, that's about what you're going to pay. It's not, the, it's not equal pay. I, I don't recommend equal pay equal pay you know exactly what you're going to pay every month so it's but, a set fee if it's equal pay right but, but level the billing can fluctuate some is that what you're saying fluctuates a little okay. bit and and we know that our bill is going to be about 150 dollars every month it may be 145 or it may be 160 but it takes all those 12 months average 
And so it just helps you budget, and then you're not going to have that spike in the summer that you can't afford. Yeah. So it's just one of our programs that we offer that might help some people better budget for their their electricity. Okay. You guys offer the equal pay too? We do, but the equal pay, you do pay, say, $100 every month, but then those, you know, ups and downs, Mm -hmm. you could possibly owe us money at the end of the year. Like a balloon payment. A balloon, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I, I had that um, same billing, and that was at mm-hmm. my mother's house. Uh, she wasn't there. She was in an assisted living res- uh, facility. Mm-hmm. And so, really, we were just there on weekends, maybe once a month. So, that worked out really good for us. So, it really just depends on your situation. Sure, sure. But it, regardless of how you're paying, um, mm-hmm. employing those good conservation tips are important exactly. all the time. And, you know, also, if uh, people run into issues with paying their bill, um, we do offer payment arrangements. So mm-hmm. if they will call Entergy and just explain situations, um, we will do that. Um, you can't take advantage of that. I mean, you, you can't just decide that you want to go out on the it. town instead right. of pay your bill. <laughs> yeah. But um, if you get in a bind, please call Entergy. We do want to help you. And that's one hundred Entergy. Oh, that's easy enough. Mm-hmm. Entergy with a T. Yes. It's <laughs> actually one 368 3749 Okay, but you would spell out Intergy on your phone, E-N-T-E-R-G-Y. Okay, cool. So um, so is that similar to uh, Pick-A-Date? Well, Pick-A-Date's a a little different, but say that your bill is always due on, say, the 25th of the month, Mm -hmm. but you don't get paid until, or you get paid on the 3rd of the month. A lot of people get paid on the 3rd of the month, Mm -hmm. and it's just not, you know, coinciding the way you need it to be. So you can call that 1-800-ENTERGY number and tell us that you need your bill payment date to be changed. Mm-hmm. And so we look at your account and everything, and we can change your billing due date to a different date that will better suit you. That, that makes sense. And I'm thinking, too, if you, if you change jobs, like you're used to being paid once, um, a, month yeah, once or, a month and then you go to every other week, then that kind of throws or, off the way you pay your bills. Right. Or oh. vice versa. So, yeah, yeah we, we offer that, too, as another program. Okay. Awesome. Um, public Benefit Fund Rider. What is that? Yes. Well, and it's coming up May through September. We have a low-income discount. That's a public benefit fund. And um, for customers that are on the Lone Star card, mm-hmm. it's an automatic sign-up for those customers. So if, you're, if you have a Lone Star card, you should be seeing it's called a low-income discount, and it's based on your kilowatt-hour usage. But from May through September, you will see a discount on your bill as a low-income discount. If you think you qualify, if your family is 125% of the po- federal poverty rate, you can call again at the 1-800-ENTERGY number and see. We do have a form that could be filled out um, for our different agencies around town, Crisis Assistance Center and Brazos Valley mm-hmm. have the forms, or we can send you one online. But the family sizes, you know, have to, it has to be the whole family size of 125% of the federal poverty level. But they get this. It's similar to the old Light Up Texas that the um, ERCOT utilities used to have. Okay. It's our version of that. And also there is a program called um, Energy Solutions on our website. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about energy efficiency. We provide home energy audits. And, um, you know, a, a 
a thing of caulk will go such a long way. We have an, an old house in um, near Madisonville, and it's 50 years old, actually probably 65 years old now. And um, our electric bill was just outrageous. And so what we did is we took a, a tube of caulk and we walked around the house and every little crack mm -hmm. and crevice that we found, we filled that thing up. And now it does not take four, uh, four days to cool down our house when we've been <laughs> gone. It takes about, um, you know, six hours, which is pretty, pretty good for a 65-year-old home. And so those inter energy solutions are available to anybody who wants one, right? It's not it's not like a special program. Right, just you for can go on and then also get um, assistance. And um, we'll have some a trained professional come out and do testing on your house, show you ways that you can save energy. And then we actually provide you um, an offset of the cost on that. That's awesome. Okay, so we are learning such great things about saving energy and things that you can do. Um, we have to take a little break, but we're going to come back and we're going to talk to more, talk to more about some of these um, great tips. And you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio right here on 104.5 and 106.1. You're listening to the Extension Hour. Join us in just a few minutes. I know you know this already, but most of the shows on Lone Star Community Radio are available in podcast format. If you want to keep up with the latest shows, just subscribe to our YouTube channel, Lone Star Community Radio, and our website at IRLoneStar.com. You can even follow us on SoundCloud and Twitter to see the latest posts from Lone Star Community Radio. Can't find a show? Then just search for it on IRLoneStar.com in the search bar to the top right of every page. Or just contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash contact us with your questions, demands, sponsorships, anything. Lone Star Community Radio is your Montgomery County Community Radio Station. And we're back with the Extension Hour. If you just heard the little announcement, it was all about uh, Mobile Cooking School, which is uh, one of my favorite projects that I, I mentioned we do on the road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School. Teach people to eat healthy, quick, economical meals so that you're not spending a lot of time in the kitchen. Um, we, you know, okay, so we're in our last segment. We've got a lot of things we want to talk about, um, so we could go on forever. Um, but we've got Paula Odom and Casey Kirsch-Vink. <laughs> I'm going to get it. that yet. You got it. Um, so they are from Intergy. Paula is the Senior uh, Customer Service Specialist, and Casey is the Senior Communication Specialist. And I'm Amy Rustler. I'm County Extension Agent for Family and Consumer Sciences with uh, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service, and we love partnering with other um, community organizations and Intergy does so much for low-income families and just for families who use electricity. I mean, there's we've talked about a lot of different things, um, some saving uh, conservation tips. We've talked about some programs that help low-income families and then programs that help every family. So the in energy solutions that I um, mentioned. Um, so one of the things that happens sometimes, um, well, I, I, we teach, um, I teach uh, food safety as well, and um, often I'll get a call that says, you know, the electricity has been out. Can I use the food in my refrigerator or in my freezer? So people are often concerned about that in terms of, of um, food safety. Um, so just so that everybody knows, like in your freezer, if there's still some ice crystals left, you can go ahead and use that. You want to you eat it, um, you know, go ahead and cook it, not, not refreeze it, because then it'll... Um, It'll cause some quality problems, but um, if, if you keep your refrigerator closed, if the um, electricity comes back on soon, then, um, you know, then, then it should be safe. But that, that is one of the questions that we have. But I bet that you guys get a lot of questions about outages, huh? When is my electricity coming back on? Absolutely. Okay. Casey, well, you said that's one of the things that you do as communication specialist, right? Yeah. Um, but you know what has, has really helped everybody? Um, 
including the media, mm -hmm. is the outage map that we have on Entergy.com. Oh, Whenever your mm -hmm. power goes out, you can actually sign up for text messaging and we'll let you I know like that. when your power is out. <laughs> yeah. But you can go online if you want to know, well, how many people are out? You can go online and look at the map. You just click on the outage map. You can look by, um, by county. You can look um, just by your city or your, your uh, street address. And you can see exactly how many people are out. And then you can drill down if you keep click uh, click on the little triangles. You can drill down and then look at the comments. And I'll tell you, you know, a car hit a pole. And so your estimated time of restoration is whatever time. Yeah. And so it, it can be very helpful. So you don't have to call the electric company. You can just look <laughs> online and, mm -hmm. and you get most of your information there. In fact, a lot of reporters who call and want to know what the outage is, I go to the outage map online that they could do anyway. But... You know, it's just one of those things. It's a really great tool now that we have. Technology has made communicating with our customers a lot easier. Yeah. Now, there are reasons why the power goes out. A lot of people go, oh, my power goes out all the time. Mm -hmm. If you live in a wooded area and you're going to have trees around your power lines, you're most likely going to have outages in windy situations because branches are going to hit the line. The, the system is designed to protect itself. And so if, they, if it recognizes a fault on the line, it's going to trip off. And so... Uh, a lot of times it, um, we have electronic technology where we can, called SCADA, that we can turn it back on. Mm -hmm. But that's very um, somewhat new technology. So some of the older lines, um, a lineman actually has to go out and visi visibly look at the line, figure out what the problem is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes as a branch on a line, a lot of times squirrels and other animals get in the line. <laughs> Those pesky varmints. <laughs> and that's pretty snakes easy to tell. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Snakes, they, they love... Um, Especially in the wintertime, the, um, the animals will get up toward the electricity because it might be a little warmer up mm -hmm. there. And so that's going to trip um, off. And again, you don't want, we try, electricity is very dangerous. So the system is designed to try to protect itself as much as it can. But a lot of other outages besides the animals and the wind, it can be lightning. We have something called a lightning arrestor, which if lightning hits a pole, you may not lose your power right then. But the lightning arrestor actually absorbs that, um, that energy shock and... Mm -hmm. In a few days, it may actually go out. So the sun could be shining and your power goes out and you're like, why is my power out? Uh -huh. It could be that it got hit by that storm a couple days ago. Oh, wow. And cars hitting poles is another big issue. <laughs> um, especially people run into poles. They, they do, believe it or not. Yeah. People run into poles. And then also uh, just equipment failure. Our, um, our lines and equipment, a lot of it is uh, exposed to the elements 24 hours a day and pieces of equipment go out and they just have to be replaced and... If it goes out, we go out, we fix it. And then a lot of people think that underground utility is the way to go. Right. And it can be in a windy situation. However, when your power goes out underground, we have to dig up those lines and we have to figure out what the problem is. So it can take, take longer to restore your power. So while underground, is, it, can, it has its benefits. It's not the, the end all to power outages. So I hope that that's been helpful for some folks. Yeah, that is. That, yeah, that's very helpful. Thanks. Um, so, so outages and you're doing things like while your electricity's out and safety is important, right? So, um, I mean, besides when when it's out or when it's on, Paula, we just have a couple of minutes left, but I want to talk about some safety tips. I mean, I know when we do those networking meetings, mm -hmm. you always have your little safety message. What's your favorite safety message? Well, ours <laughs> ours always runs around driving because that's the main thing we do but for our customers it's you know stay away from power lines obviously mm -hmm. i mean you always assume that it's alive 
whether, you know, if one's fallen on the ground, you've got to assume that it's a live power line and stay away from it Mm -hmm. and call us, you know, and if it's an outage, you call 1-800-9-OUTAGE. Another thing is our substations. You want to always have your children stay away from our substations or the transformers like Casey was talking about, the underground. Those are the big green boxes or the small green boxes in the backyards. Uh-huh. We don't like children playing around on those just to be on the safe side. You know, so safety is our number one priority, not only for our employees, obviously, but for the customers at large, you know, so we want them to be as safe as possible. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's in, it's, yeah, safety is, is extremely important, and electricity can be pretty pretty scary. Yeah. Um, okay, so we just have a couple of minutes left. Uh, a couple of things that you guys wanted to mention? Well, when it comes to safety, also generators. Okay. Um, a lot of people have generators, um, especially we have you know, tropical storms and stuff that come through. So people are equipped, they're ready. Mm -hmm. And so they get their generators out and they think they're all good, but there are some very key things. Every generator is a little bit different. So you need to read your, your, um, manual on that. But if you hook it up wrong, you can actually put energy back on the line. And so when the public thinks the, the line is dead and they get near it, or when our workers go out to try to restore the electricity, there may actually be power going back into that line. And that can cause a real danger. So the key is to hook up your generator properly and then make sure you also have good ventilation because um, there can be a lot of um, dangers that come with that. So while generators are excellent and provide great backup power, they're not necessarily um, the safest. You mm-hmm. just need to make sure you can, you're doing it right and not overloading circuits and that type of thing. And um, I just think that other uh, safety out aspects is always be prepared. We've got hurricane season coming up on June 1st. June 1st and November 1st, so every year we know it's coming up. We need to get ready. We need to make sure that we have lots of batteries and stuff on hand. And actually, this weekend is the tax-free weekend. If you want to go get emergency supplies, uh-huh. you can uh, save, pay no taxes on some of those items. And you can go online and look at that. Yeah, so what kind of items are those? Uh, batteries, um, flashlights, uh, generators. There's certain um, coolers and things that you can uh, buy. I think you can even get a Yeti cooler up to $75. But oh, wow. Go online and look at what the list is because, I mean, if you need to stock up on your batteries, now is a great time to do it because you won't pay taxes on that. Okay, sounds good. All right, anything else you want to mention? No? You sure? <laughs> okay. Thank you so, so much for having us. Yeah, we're really glad to have you guys. And um, so I, I want to mention just a couple of things that we have going on. Um, our Open Garden Day, May 20th, come see us out at the Extension Office, 9020 Airport Road. Um, and then mobile cooking schools. So we didn't even get we didn't even get to talk about using stoves and ovens and that kind of thing. But um, what we do again, try to teach people cook, um, eat healthy. salad in the summer. That's right, because you save energy that way, and it's better for you, and all those kinds of good things. Um, so one more time, people need to reach Energy. They've got a question about you know how do what is that power to care thing again? How does that work? What where do they um, contact you? One eight hundred Energy. That's three six eight three seven four nine. All right. And then um, for the extension service, if you've got any kind of questions or want um, more information about any of the programs we have, 936-539-7825 is our number. And um, you can check us out on Facebook, Healthy Living in Montgomery County. And uh, tune in every Friday right here for the extension hour um, on Lone Star Community Radio 104.1.
What is that? I wrote it down. What is it? Tell me, Jake. 104.5 and 106.1. I, I got it. And worldwide on iRLoans.com. Oh, yeah. Yes, and listen to our podcast if you want to listen to anything else. All right, come back next week. We'll see you then. Have a great Take weekend. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star Community Radio, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, TV, Media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schischler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Contact Dick Schischler at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.